Hello, this is Pastor Tim Sims. Welcome to the St. John Chester Podcast, reaching out to you with the good news of Jesus during this time of social distancing. In the last podcast, I talked with you about the Psalm 1 life, the blessing of God's Word and the life of Horatio, Meditatio, Tentatio. We focused on the what of this concept. As a very brief review, remember, Horatio is praying in the Scriptures and using the Scriptures to pray. Meditatio is meditating on the Scripture through repeated reading and contemplation of that particular Scripture. Tentatio, then, is the tensions in life and the help that is available to one who has been studying and praying in the Scriptures during those difficult times. For some, this may seem like a simple concept, and you may or may not want to try it, and maybe you already follow a similar pattern. But especially for those who find this idea intimidating or complicated, today I'd like to walk you through an example of how simple this actually can be. First, I want you to consider this. Don't feel like you need to cover huge portions of the Bible. I know there are reading plans to take you through the Bible in a year, etc., Those are fine if that's what you really want to do, and I would recommend everyone at some point in their life read through the entire Bible over a a chronological, coordinated, planned period of time, at least once in their life. And there are plenty of good plans out there. But that's not what we're aiming for with this particular way of studying the Scriptures. Remember Luther's encouragement to ruminate on the Scripture, that is, act like the cow chewing its cud. I would recommend that you spend at least three days, maybe even an entire week, on one shorter section of the Bible. Whatever book you're reading currently, or pick a book and pick one story, or one chapter, or one psalm, or one section in the book of the prophets. Take your time and truly read multiple times and chew on and thoroughly digest that passage over the course of several days. I've chosen a short Bible story that I believe you'll be familiar with. The story of Zacchaeus. I told you it was a short story. In Luke 19, 1-9. You remember that song, right? Zacchaeus was a wee little man. Well, let's check out the story. Now, on the first day, I would recommend you start with a simple prayer, asking God to direct and bless you in His Word like we saw in Psalm 1. Heavenly Father, you've given us your word that we may be blessed by it, especially as you reveal Jesus as the word made flesh to save us. I humbly pray that the Holy Spirit uses this story to strengthen me in the grace I have in Jesus Christ. In his name I pray. Amen. (laughs) Then simply read through the entire passage. So this is Luke 19, 1-9. He, that is Jesus, entered Jericho and was passing through. And behold, there was a man named Zacchaeus. He was a chief tax collector and was rich. And he was seeking to see who Jesus was. But on account of the crowd, he could not, because he was small in stature. So he ran on ahead and climbed up into a sycamore tree to see him, for he was about to pass that way. And when Jesus came to the place, he looked up and said to Zacchaeus, Hurry and come down, for I must stay at your house today. So he hurried and came down and received him joyfully. And when they saw it, they all grumbled. He has gone to be the guest of a man who is a sinner. 
And Zacchaeus stood and said to the Lord, Behold, Lord, the half of my goods I give to the poor. And if I have defrauded anyone of anything, I restore it fourfold. And Jesus said to him, Today salvation has come to this house, since he also is a son of Abraham. For the Son of Man came to seek and to save the lost. So on day one, I would recommend that you take that passage then and divide it into sections so you can ruminate on a small portion of it. Take it in order. So with this story, I would recommend verses 1 through 4. So consider, Jesus entered into Jericho. Where? How do I know that name of that place? Oh, wait a second. Jericho was the place where the walls came tumbling down. These people were enemies of God and his people. And God delivered Jericho over to the people of the one true God. Well, now Jesus is passing through this same territory. He's coming to enemy territory, if you will. And behold, there's a guy named Zacchaeus. And well, at least the way everybody saw them at the time, the enemy there is the chief tax collector, a guy who's made himself rich by cheating people, by adding on to the Roman taxes that he was collecting. But this Zacchaeus, who was a rich tax collector, wants to see Jesus. He seeks him, all the way to the point that he'll engage in the undignified act of climbing up a sycamore tree, just because Jesus was passing that way. Hmm. That's a lot already to consider, and it can certainly apply to us in our lives as we are born enemies of God, and yet Jesus comes to us in his word, his spirit, his sacraments. So maybe pray this text, considering what's happening in it. Heavenly Father, you sent Jesus to his fallen creation. With your Holy Spirit, move me always to seek Jesus so that I may see him as my Savior, in his holy name. Amen. Then throughout the day, simply contemplate this beginning of this story. Wonder, how is it that Jesus comes near to me? How can I continue to seek and see Jesus? Then on day two, you could move on to the next couple of verses. When Jesus came to the place and looked up and saw this guy up in the tree... He said, hey, come down. I'd like to come and stay at your house today, for I'm coming to your house today. So he hurried and came down, and Zacchaeus received Jesus joyfully. But when the others saw it, they were upset. They grumbled. He's gone in to be the guest of a man who is an awful sinner. I'm paraphrasing parts of this, of course, but you get the picture. Continue to pray that God would direct you in seeing how this text relates to who you are and what you need. Pray, Heavenly Father, as Jesus comes to me through his word and sacraments by the power of your Holy Spirit, move me to receive him joyfully by grace through faith that I and all sinners may be in fellowship with him forever. Amen. Then throughout the day you can contemplate 
the grace and mercy of God that Jesus not only comes down to earth, but desires to be in fellowship. That's what it would have meant to go into someone's house and eat with them. He desires to be in fellowship with you and other sinners as well. The next day, move on to the last part of the story. And Zacchaeus stood and said, Lord, behold, half of my goods I give to the poor, and if I have defrauded anyone of anything, I restore it fourfold. Well, what he's talking about there is actually restitution. Restitution times four of what was originally stolen was the penalty for, shall we say, like white-collar type crimes back in ancient times. He's admitting that he's taken things from people that he shouldn't, and he's gotten rich off them. So then Jesus responds, Today salvation has come to this house, since this Zacchaeus guy, too, is a son of Abraham. For the Son of Man came to seek and to save the lost. Jesus proclaims both salvation and ownership of this man who has admitted that he is a horrible sinner. Salvation came to his house. He calls him a son of Abraham. Now, technically by blood, that was probably true. He was a Jew. On the other hand, Jesus owns him, declares him to be a son of Abraham, just like you are brought into the people of God in baptism and faith. He had come to seek and to save those who were lost, like the lost sheep of Israel we see in other texts. That's exactly who this Zacchaeus was. But Jesus goes to him, is in fellowship with him, and proclaims him in God's salvation. What a beautiful thing. We could maybe pray, Heavenly Father, thank you for bringing salvation to this sinner's house. Help me always to rejoice in Jesus' salvation and rejoice in his salvation for other horrible sinners as well. In Jesus' holy name, amen. Now this prayer and meditation in the story of Zacchaeus stretched out over three days can then strengthen you for those times of tension when others afflict you with accusation or move you to rejoice in Christ's mercy for other sinners for whom you might be tempted to make accusation against them. This is just one example of this exercise that you can do in Arashio Meditatio Tentatio, praying in the scriptures, thinking about them, meditating on them over the course of several days that will benefit you greatly and help you to be blessed in the word of God for those times when you really need it most, and your neighbor needs it as well. I hope you found this to be helpful. By the way, if you ever have any questions and would like to ask me about one of these podcasts, feel free to send me an email at T-I-M-O-T-E-O-S-I-M-S at hotmail.com. Timoteosims at hotmail.com. I hope you found this to be helpful. The Lord be with you.